This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplots.agency. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Agricultural trade is playing a big role in the overall gross domestic product of the United States, and a Biden administration economist says the loosening of supply chain entanglements around the world should only improve the already solid figures. Jared Bernstein with the White House Council of Economic Advisors says the third quarter GDP figures point to solid agricultural exports. GDP, of course, gross domestic product, that's the broadest measure of economic growth, and that came in strong in the third quarter. Uh, Part of that, or actually a lot of it, had to do with strong exports. And again, I assign that to some of the unsnarling in supply chain. Our exporters, and again, many of those are agricultural goods. A lot of that is oil, too, by the way. He says Friday's jobs report should also provide further data on the economic recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. But while the unemployment figure in the jobs report might look good, people getting those paychecks are spending more and more of their income on food. Bernstein says he expects inflation to cool in the coming months. Food inflation should fall very significantly this year, and that's certainly every forecast I've seen is pointing in that direction. But again, we can't sit on our hands. We have to do everything we can to help. I'm not crossing my fingers and hoping the forecasts are right. I'm uh, advising the president, as is our team, to do all we can to help. Look, I think the key thing here to remember something the president says in this context, which is, Don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. That audio courtesy of our friends at Rural Strong Media. He says the supply chain issues that peaked during the COVID pandemic have since dropped by 75%. In other news, a senior Senate Republican says Congress needs to stand ready to address a potential rail strike. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley says the timing of a possible rail stoppage would be crippling to the nation's farmers and ranchers. There is a very real threat that we'll see a railroad strike uh, this uh, in about 16 or 17 days. He says legislation to avoid the nation's locomotives coming to a standstill should be on the table for Capitol Hill leaders. Congress has the power to impose the deal that was previously negotiated. I'm a co-sponsor of the bill. Uh, there is uh, much at stake, so hopefully Congress doesn't have to act act, but I'm going to be an advocate for acting if we have to. The legislation was drafted earlier this year, but was not ultimately considered after a deal was reached between union negotiators and rail industry leaders. But ratification of that agreement has proven difficult. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on the rail labor situation and its impact on agriculture. Finally today, concern over Mexico and its effort to curb inflation within its borders has the attention of U.S. agriculture. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Mexico is looking to reduce its food price inflation by eliminating all import duties for eligible suppliers on beef and pork products, a U.S. industry leader says that will drive up competition in the marketplace. Aaron Bohr is the vice president of economic analysis at the U.S. Meat Export Federation. She says if Mexico opens the door to more suppliers, it will not only drive up competition, but also adds the chance of African swine fever entering the country. Mexico does allow imports from a handful of European countries. Those are all countries that do not have African swine fever. So really the big question is whether Brazil will gain access for beef and pork. 
Borer says if Brazil is allowed to send its products to Mexico, that would offer consumers there some alternatives to the U.S. for beef and pork exports currently on the shelves. The fact that Brazil is not eligible goes back to foot and mouth disease. We allow here in the U.S. imports from certain states in Brazil that have either FMD-free or FMD-free with vaccination status. If Mexico takes a similar track, then it would introduce more competition into the market, especially, again, because at least for now, they'd be duty-free. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.